Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Okay, so, uh, Jean-Claude, you've gotten to the window. You see Lockroom Void Thresher in the distance with two flunkies who have just sort of peeled apart the the fence and are making their way towards the front door. Uh, Aside from that, your friends uh, Lysander and Ophelia are sleeping or trancing, and uh, Grandma Yelris has been left behind in the basement doing her thing. Uh, or maybe she's coming up here. She's slow. It's hard to tell. Fair enough. Uh, I am going to uh, rouse the boy and girl. Sure. And wake you, them up. Yeah, so you take a turn, and you wake up your friends. Uh, you get them up, uh, uh, you know, pretty, pretty quick. Uh, but in the meantime, you take a look out the window as they start rising, and you see that I... Uh, 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 Lockrim and his henchmen are probably about halfway up the the, uh, the kind of the you know yard up to the front door almost. They got about halfway to go. All right, I'm gonna r- run a bit back downstairs to Grandma. Grandma Yelris, it looks to be is about halfway up the stairs. Perfect, uh, Grandma. What kind of protections do you have uh, on this house? Because the dudes that that are chasing. I'm sorry. The, the gentlemen that are chasing us, they are here. Oh, dear, you did mention them. Uh, did they have a connection with that Raul Glausma? Um, it seems to be the case, yes. Oh, dear, that is scary. And she just starts continuing up the stairs. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back with uh, the guys. Sure, you, I, I dart over into the uh, living quarters and uh, the three of you are together. You guys have maybe a couple of turns before uh, Lockrim is at the front door. All right. Can we like booby trap the door or something? Is there a back door? Can we sprint out of here? Uh, you don't know of a back door. You did not see one. Oh, and we looked pretty good too. We yeah. investigated the... Well, garbage. Can we put a bunch of the furniture in front of the door? Sure, Absolutely. We should at least maybe the couch. Wait, wait, wait. I've got... What if we set up these flasks of oil at the front of the door and then set them on fire the second they walk in? We want to 
burn the house down if we don't have to. Yeah, we're going to burn grandma's house down. What? Do you think we're going to get out of here any other way? <laughs> well, we still have to, it's the door we still have to go through. There's a knock at the door. Uh, don't answer it. <laughs> Just yeah. a minute. No, grandma, shh. And Grandma Yelris shouts just a minute as she starts trotting up the stairs as slow as she had been. Uh, Graham, is there another way out of here? What? No, I never had a need for a back door. I may have been an oversight. I'm going to get in a defensive position, like kind of like hide behind the, the side of the door that'll like swing open type of deal. Sure, so you get close to the door and get in a defensive stance. Uh, you don't have your armor on, uh, but you do have your shield and uh, an axe. What are you wielding? Yeah, I'll have my battle axe. Battle axe and shield, okay. Ooh. Um, is, there, is there a way above the door? Is, is there anything above the door where I could, like, set... It, my iron pot so that when they open the door it'll just like fall onto them if the door was a jar you'd be able to set it on there so that when they moved it further it would fall on them but as it stands the door is closed so there's not really a way to do that what is it with you in flaming oil <laughs> because things don't like being set on fire all right and then i guess then i'm just gonna I, in my hand i have a, a flask of oil ready to go i uh, and jean-claude well, I don't carry weapons. Oh, I guess I do have, I have my, my trident. Um, I guess I'll stand back from the door and um, get in a defensive position for the moment. Can I have a reaction ready that as, as soon as that door opens, I throw the, the flask? Yeah. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. If Grandma opens the door. Yeah, let Grandma talk her way out of this first. Yeah. So I'm going to stay out of the view of the door. Okay. All right, you know what? That's actually a good idea. Okay. So, yeah, let's stand out of view of the door. And so Grandma Yalris, who takes another moment, and she once again is like, just a minute. And uh, before she even uh, gets to the door, uh, you hear the gruff voice of Lachrim kind of not yell, but like kind of loudly so we can speak through the door. You know, old woman, I don't suppose you've seen three travelers with a... Strange case, have you? Yes! Why? <laughs> Perhaps you've seen them recently? Yes! Why? Is that so? And you see the doorknob jiggle a bit and stop. Tell me, old woman, would you open this door so I can take a look around? No! Why? Old woman, I think it's in your best interest to open this door now. No! Why? <laughs> ah, very well. And you hear one of the orcs go, no, boss, no, no. And there's a sound of severed flesh. And you can see on the window, blood sort of splatters onto it. 
and you make a perception check, everybody. Uh, 13. 12. 19. With a 13 and a 12, you can hear the other orc, the other goon, the other flunky, is sort of like, kind of like breathing heavily, and it seems, sounds like he's scared. Uh, Lockrim seems silent, uh, but with a 19, you can hear what sounds like buzzing coming from outside the door. I'll share with those two. Can I ready the flask of oil yet? Oh, it's ready. I mean, you have it like, you know, ready to No, lob. I'm asking them. I'm asking them if oh. I can just like be arm cocked, ready to go. Just hold off. Hold off. The door's not open yet. <sighs> okay, fine. Don't get your panties in a bunch. She says, oh, dear. She turns and looks at you three. Is this the one who's made a <laughs> pact with Raul Glausma? Yes, that's him. What? I'm just shaking my head up, up and up. I'm just shaking my head, like, yes. I give her a thumbs up. I'll take that as a yes. Oh, that is concerning. Uh, well... I suppose it's a good thing I finished this thing. I don't need the basement anyway for now. What do you mean you don't need the basement? You feel the house immediately slant, and you guys lose your balance. Make uh, acrobatics checks. Uh, 16. 22. <laughs> Unnatural one. <laughs> <laughs> With a 16 and a 20 what? Two. 22. Uh, you keep your balance. You guys are, are fine. Uh, you guys, like, you know, like, brace yourselves and kind of throw out your arms as if you're, like, surfing or something, and you don't fall over. However, Lysander, like a, like a ball just rolls and goes rolling down the, the house, bounces into the hallway, and you think that he almost like like a uh, almost like it's pinball, just goes bouncing into the bedroom and you lose sight of him. I'm just going Aah! Tilt, tilt. And you guys feel the house shift around and uh make perception checks, uh uh Jean-Claude, Ophelia and uh, you as well, uh, Lysander, but make it with disadvantage. 18. Uh, 16. You said perception? Perception. Disadvantage for you. <laughs> uh, 19. With disadvantage? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, all three of you, guys, uh, as you look out the window, it, you don't see ground level anymore. It looks like the house is sort of raised up into the air and uh, uh, is kind of like at the, the tree line. Uh, Graham, what's going on? What? I told uh, you, dear, you were safe. There wasn't anything to worry about. How did you do this? Well, it's... It's my home. I don't know what to tell you, dear. You seem rather confused. It's okay. I'm. I all right. I just drop it. Oh, uh, Jean Claude and uh, uh, 
uh, uh, Ophelia, you guys are in the living room. You notice that the staircase that leads downstairs has uh, been sort of lifted up, and it's just a hole in the bottom of the uh, uh, floor now. Like we can see down below on the ground. Yeah, you see. Uh, well, you'll have to get closer to look down on the ground. Do you want to do so? No. <laughs> I hear a no, Jean Claude. No, I'm good where I'm at. Wonderful. Uh, and you guys feel the house rattle and start moving, and it feels like it's uh, uh, sort of lifting up into the air and you feel your gut kind of like, you know, sink a bit as you kind of go into the air and then it comes back down and it keeps doing that over and over again. And you can look uh, out the window and see that things seem to be moving around you. Uh, is this house hopping? What? Yes. Why? <laughs> um, how far does this what? ride take us? I'm just going to go with it. Wonderful. Uh, well, here, and she hands you a wooden, uh, totem that's covered in bits of leather and has little bits of animal bone that stick out here and there. Uh, it almost looks kind of like a mini scarecrow, almost. It's kind of creepy looking. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, this is the totem for us. Yes, this is the totem to tether you into this world. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely, dear. Uh, Lysander, uh, Lysander, you've bounced around and uh, uh, you keep losing your balance, but you're able to kind of crawl your way into the living room if you want to meet back up with your friends. Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. You guys are all together. Lysander is sort of bracing himself on the ground so that he doesn't trip. What's up, Tommy? I'm really dizzy. That's all I got. I can't see straight. Um, the house is hopping. Did you say hopping? That's what I was told. Uh, okay. How are we getting out of here? Do we? Should we get out of here? No, I say we stick around for a little while. Okay. And you're going to Flame Core Pass, right? That is correct. Wonderful. We'll be there in the morning, I'm sure. This is the craziest, greatest place I have ever been. Well, that's wonderful, dear. It's always nice to hear a compliment from a grandchild. And she starts stumbling into her room. She doesn't seem bothered in the least about the hopping and bouncing, whereas you guys keep feeling your guts kind of churn a bit as it, like, rises in the air and then, like, slams back down. Though it doesn't slam at such a with such force that it, like, rattles you or anything. It just feels uncomfortable. I pat Lysander on the back. I'm like, you ever pilot one of these things? Uh, nope. Have you ever seen one of these before? Uh, nope. Okay. Well, uh, I guess, uh, try and get some sleep. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> sure. Uh, do you guys want to try to get some rest? Or, uh, otherwise you can look down... Uh, where the staircase was to see what's going on down beneath you. Uh, if you want to avoid that, you definitely can. No, I want to get rest. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Lysander? I guess I, well, I was resting the whole time before. Maybe I can uh, stay awake for a little bit. Yeah, that's would, fine. Would, would that make sense? Well, I mean, has he been, he didn't sleep for very long. 
No, maybe a couple of hours, but I mean, if you want to stay up a little longer before you get some rest, that's okay. You can do what you want. Yeah. Oh, did Uh-oh. I finish my, sorry, did I finish my trance? Not necessarily. It got interrupted. Okay, then I'll finish my trance. I'll, how about I stay up until her trance is done and then I'll go back to bed. That's fine. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep. Absolutely. Uh, it's weird and kind of uncomfortable. Uh, go ahead and uh, uh, Ophelia and uh, Jean-Claude, go ahead and make uh, constitution saving throws. Uh, that 19. is a nine. With a nine, you don't get great sleep, but it isn't the worst. It's not too bad. With a 19, you actually trance pretty comfortably. <laughs> Uh, Lysander, uh, what would you like to do as you're staying up? Uh, I guess make a perception check. That is a nine. With a nine, uh, you can't quite get yourself enough gumption to get to the, the, the giant hole in the floor. Uh, you're a little concerned with how wobbly you're feeling. Uh, but otherwise, like, you see the, the, the house sort of kind of rising up into the air and like you know hitting the ground or going like you know back down again and it just yeah it, it sort of seems like it's hopping along uh from what you can tell to to towards the uh uh east uh, where flame core pass would be cool i'm just is, is she still awake is grandma, grandma yeah is grandma she seemed to go back into her room. If you want to go in, you can. Um. Nah, I'll leave Graham alone. Sure. Uh, a few hours pass, and uh, uh, Ophelia, yeah, you wake up from your trance, and you're feeling pretty comfortable. You got a decent amount of rest. Uh, I feel great. Best night's sleep I ever had. Lysander, your stomach is churning over and over again as you're just, like, sitting there. Not really sure 100% why you're awake. You guess it's just the safest bet? Yeah. Are you getting some sleep now, Lysander? Yes, indeed. Constitution saving throw, if you please. And then, uh, uh, Ophelia, make me a perception check. Six. Oh, yeah. Not the best night of sleep by any stretch, but you get some rest. Uh, 22 for perception. With a 22, uh, you have a lot better balance than uh, Lysander does. You feel more comfortable walking around this place and looking around. With a 22, uh, you know, uh, no, you get to kind of the railing uh, that was above a staircase. Now it's just sort of this empty pit. Uh, and you can now tell what's moving the house. It's one enormous chicken leg bouncing around. It's one giant chicken foot out of the bottom of the house that is sort of hopping to the uh, 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 to the east. I just sort of stare at it for a minute. Yeah, you just sort of stare down. Uh, uh, maybe a minute or so later, uh, uh, Grandma Yelris seems to be awake or, or gets up or something, and she walks out of her room and starts going to the uh, uh, kitchen. Oh, Graham, what are, you, what are you up to this morning? Oh, I've 
figured I'd make breakfast for everybody uh, when they wake up. You guys will want to be leaving pretty shortly, I'd imagine. Oh, yes, that's true. That's so nice of you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. It's what grandmothers are for. Uh, Graham, I was wondering, and I kind of look over at the, the crystal ball and I ask, could, could I use that thing to see my sister? Well, now that's a little tricky, dear. It depends on if your sister is around where another crystal ball is. Oh, where are the other crystal balls? Why, I have a rather large network, dear. It could be anywhere. If you want to play with it, you can. Just try not to bother too many people. Oh, I guess it is kind of early to be bugging people. Well, it depends on where in the world it is for how early it is, and if it's late or early. Or earlier. Okay, I, I promise I won't I won't be a bother. Um, Graham? Yes? How, why is a chicken leg moving the house? Well, what? Did you expect me to push the house to get us out of there? You'd be mm. appreciative of what you got, child. You're not wrong. I, I definitely appreciate you getting us out of trouble. I'm just wondering why a chicken. What? You know what, Graham? It's uh, it's not important. I'm uh, I'll let you get to it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna not bother people with the crystal ball. How do I use it? Oh dear, it's a a pretty complicated uh, formula. She tells you uh how to work the crystal ball. You now have advantage in using it. So when you want to try to use it, you have advantage on Arcana checks to activate it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. Absolutely, make an Arcana check. You have advantage. That is a twenty-one. With a twenty-one, uh, it is uh, incredibly difficult to use correctly and like you know get it to work. You so much of the formula she tells you is really advanced. But go ahead and roll me a d twenty. Eighteen. With an 18, uh, it seemingly glows for a second and then connects. You <sighs> see an image. You see what looks to be a uh, an office. Uh, as far as that go, uh, let's see. You see a uh, a pretty administrative office. There's a lot of like uh, bookshelves. And uh, there's a uh, uh, a dark-skinned half-elf uh, with his back to the crystal ball. And uh, uh, he seems to have, like, a kind of graying hair. Uh, he's kind of busying himself with paperwork. Uh, you can see him, but you, unfortunately, don't really have a, a way of communicating with him. Oh, I, I try talking anyway. Uh, hello, sir. I'm sorry if it's too early or too late for you. Can you hear me? You shout into the crystal ball and there's no response. However, uh, maybe a, a moment or so later, you see uh, the door open and uh, in walks a human with leather armor. Uh, seems fairly attractive. Uh, uh, he's uh, has like uh, two rapiers at his side, like a shield on his uh, back. And a uh, dragonborn. Uh, the dragonborn's uh, got brass scales, uh, but he also has flecks of blue 
in his uh, scales as well. Uh, and as soon as the, the Dragonborn walks in, you can't hear what he's saying, but he says something with a lot of authority to this uh, 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 guy at the desk. Uh, go ahead and make an insight check. Okay, that is a 19. It seems like the guy at the desk is really, really scared of the Dragonborn. He throws up his hands and kind of like waves him around. And he like, you know, uh, uh, it's kind of like maybe giving excuses. Uh, maybe this is his boss. You don't really know. Uh, the Dragonborn is seemingly in robes. Uh, uh, looks very, very like kind of cocky. And uh, he Handsome. just sort of is kind of bossing this guy around. Handsome, sexy, glorious, amazing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Some might see him that way. Ophelia doesn't. As they're uh, talking, the uh, the door opens again, and just as someone's about to go uh, step into the office with them, the image closes, and you no longer see what's going on. Oh, no, what happened? I, like, poke at it again. You poke at it and uh, roll a d20. Uh, 17. Doesn't seem to connect. Uh, it glows a bit and then fades. I poke at it again. You poke at it again and it glows a bit and stops and it doesn't seem like it's connecting. Wow, I wonder what that was. Yes, I wonder as well. All right, well, I don't think I'm getting anywhere with this. I guess I'll put it down for now. You put it down. And, uh, uh, as you hear the hiss of eggs in the, uh, uh, kitchen, immediately Lysander wakes up and he's like, eggs. Eggs. Thank you. And, uh, as you guys start waking up and Grandma Yelris gets you guys breakfast, the house sort of slowly kind of collapses down to ground level again. Well, I guess the red's over. I'm That's hungry. good. I don't know if I could have eaten like that. You got any coffee there, Graham? Uh, does Grandma have coffee? Uh, no, she has tea, though. Oh, I'll take some tea. That sounds lovely. Yeah, she starts boiling water. And Calm down there, Ophelia. Calm down. And uh, Grandma Yelris lets you know. She says, well, I think we're quite close to Flame Core Pass now. Oh, that's great. Grandma, you the man. No, I'm a... Uh, yes, sure, what you said. Perfect. Graham, can I ask you a quick question? Of course. What the hell is the deal with your puppet in the living room? And she slowly turns and looks at it. Make an insight check. That is a 13. She slowly turns back. I have no idea. I bought it from a bazaar. Can Looks I? Looks rather cute, though, doesn't it? Girl insight on that. <laughs> you yeah. sure can. 18. With an 18, she really does think it's cute. <laughs> she indeed thinks it's cute Graham I'm not gonna lie That thing terrified the shit out of me all night What? Why? It's so adorable Look at the little smile on his face 
It looks like it wants to murder me. No, dear, that's just your imagination. Is it? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. What are you cooking for us for breakfast? She's made eggs. Uh, she's oh, that's made, right. That's right. Yep. It was the eggs. Uh, right. She's made eggs. She now pours tea for you guys. Uh, really herbal. Uh, real strong stuff. Mm, that's some mm, strong I tea. I haven't had good tea in such a long time. Oh, uh, I, for my own curiosity, did you cast uh, uh, Detect Poison and Disease again, uh, uh, Ophelia, before you started eating and drinking? Not this time, and I'm regretting that now. Oh, okay. Just wondering. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Graham, you got any tea bags? Uh, no, she wouldn't have tea bags. Uh, she, uh, 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 would basically just have the the stuff she puts into the teapot itself. It's you know, there's not really tea bags in this world. Darn. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> A lot. Uh, Lysander's just laughing to himself at the table for some weird reason. Uh, yeah, Grandma Yelris doesn't quite get it and looks at you funny. I don't get it, and I think that he's been drugged. <laughs> Maybe he has. You don't know. I look at the. I kind of set the. I kind of set the tea down. I'm still, still nipping at it. But now I'm now I'm suspicious because of Lysander. Graham, this tea's great. What do you got in it? Oh, it's an herbal supplement, dear. There's uh, quite a lot of things. You don't really like to give specific answers, do you, Graham? No. Also, I have no idea what's actually in tea. <laughs> Wait, you don't even know what you just fed us? What? Why do you always say what? Do you have a hearing problem? What? <laughs> Lysander, she's all oh, this not nice to make fun of her. But she's got magic. Can't she, like, do some sort of magic to help her hearing? I don't think magic works that way. What? <laughs> oh, nothing, Graham. We're just, we're just having a goof. I'm starting to get frustrated at this point. We're seated down now. We're at the pass. Yeah, you got, uh, well, yeah, so you guys eat breakfast, drink tea, and, uh, she tell you haven't looked outside yet, but she's told you that you're quite close to Flame Core Pass. Okay. All right, let's go take a look and see exactly how close we are. You Agreed. open up the front door, and you guys are probably a good 100 feet, 200 feet, to a giant, uh, opening in the mountain. Uh, it appears we're here. I told you, dear. Quite close. So, uh, how exactly does this totem work? I remember you told me last night, but uh, I want to, to make sure I know so these two know as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, when you feel like the, the, the world is sort of slipping into another dimension, uh, essentially you just put that into the ground and it tethers you into the primary world. Now, can we only use it once, or how does it work? Oh, uh, it has enough power for probably, I don't know, maybe about uh, uh, a day? Uh, no, and she uh, thinks about it. She says, you know, maybe a couple of days. Okay. Maybe you time. don't know that for sure? What? <sighs> Never mind. Dear, it'll get you through the pass so long as you're not lollygagging. Yeah, how long? Does it take about a day or two to get through the pass? Oh, yeah, about a day. Okay. How many times have you been through the pass? 
Oh, it's been quite a few years since I've had to go through. Okay, fair enough. Can I roll insight? Yeah, you sure can. It is a... 15. Few years is vague, uh, but it doesn't seem like she's gone through any time recently. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we can't thank you enough for saving our butts and giving us food and helping us travel here. And the tea. Absolutely, children. It's what grandmothers are for. That and, you know, to try to prevent the advent of the Lords of Madness. It's, It's what we do. I don't think my grandma ever tried to prevent the advent of the Lords of Madness. But I don't even she think she knew about them. she wasn't trying hard enough. You know, I think you're right, Graham. Uh, grandma Yelris uh, is willing to say goodbye. Uh, uh, do you guys have any other questions for her? Get any other food you're willing to let us borrow? Absolutely. You don't eat enough. You don't, you're all skin and bones. And she goes to the pantry. I... Uh, is there anything else you guys want to ask while she grabs food for you guys? Um, I don't think I have anything for her. Could she, like, send us a message if she sees the orcs coming? Can she do that with her magic? I uh, No. She, uh, uh, she lets you know. She says, I'm afraid that uh, uh, that would be outside of my abilities currently. Hmm. Uh, Could you at least delay them if you see them again? I have no intention of, of you know, letting them off scot-free if I see them. Well, we appreciate that. How long have you been dealing with the Lords of Madness? Longer than I care to imagine, dear. And she comes back into the room, and she has, like, preserves. Uh, uh, she has pickles. Uh, you think that there's probably about, like... Another three days worth of uh, food between the bacon and then all the these preserves and pickles and stuff. Nice, Grandma. Can I can I ask why why are you choosing this life and this lifestyle? Like, why are you all by yourself, just chilling out here? Some things in this world are destiny, dear, and this just happens to be mine. Were you destined to to help us? Well, that is how destiny works. Okay. I give her a big hug, and I start to walk away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who has the case? Ophelia has it. Yeah. Uh, Ophelia, make an insight check. Okay. That is an unnatural 20. With an unnatural 20, uh, as, I, I, you, uh, as you say your goodbyes... Uh, she does eye the case and once again has kind of a wistful sort of sad look on her face. Guys, I think she was sad that we were leaving. Well, we we got a job to do. All grandmothers yeah, are guess. sad when their grandchildren leave. This is just, it's the way the universe works. Wait, how did she hear that conversation? What? <laughs> As you Grandma, guys, what? Grandma, let me ask you a question. Yes? Do you think it would be wise for us to open this case and look inside? Are you even able to? That's fair enough. We do not know. Are we you able to? 
Not with my current abilities, no. Do you know someone on our journey that might be? I'd imagine the person who has the key at the end of your journey will be able to get into it, dear. It's just a matter of whether you want to be the one to bring it to them, or throw it in a ditch and try to resist destiny. Do you know who we are supposed to be giving this case to? She kind of shakes her head, and uh, and she says, No, dear. I'm afraid I don't. Roll insight. You can. <laughs> that is a six. Seems to be telling the truth. All right. Is there anyone in Rayburn Falls who uh, we should talk to? Maybe a friend of yours? Someone who could help us out? I am a little acquainted with the, the magician who's become their principal as of late. Uh, the, the one you know as Alizontalus Everwinner. I guess maybe can you send him a message? Let him know we are on our way. She nods and she says, now that is something I should be able to do. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. She nods. Ooh, uh, tell him that o- Ophelia Alcimila is coming. I will absolutely pass that along. Oh, thank you, Graham. You're the best. I sure am, so long as I don't get forgetful. Forgetful? What? <laughs> okay. I head out the door. Yes, absolutely. We go. Uh, do you guys all leave? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. You guys leave, and as you do so... Uh, much like before, you see the house rise up and it looks to be a giant chicken leg under the house that just sort of bounces and bounds into the forest. It's just some crazy shit. Out of sight. <laughs> did we did we just freaking dream the last day here? What happened? I don't know, but I will be the first to admit I have so far been proven wrong with her. Yeah, As- I mean, we made it this far. As you guys are, are, you know, sitting around, I uh, Jean-Claude, you took the totem, right? Yes. You reach into your pocket, and it's there! It wasn't a dream. <laughs> okay, fair enough. JCPP, remember when you wanted to kill her earlier? Uh, like I said, I was wrong. <laughs> All right, I guess we head to uh, this big mountain butt crack. Big yes. mountain butt crack. Yes, couldn't have said it better myself. You're so poetic, JCPP. That's what I do. I'm a monk. <laughs> so, do monks write poetry? Not good. Po- not good poetry, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are pretty much right there. Like it's you know 200, 300 feet tops. And you guys are at the entrance of this cave, and it is just obscenely hot. Like, it's sweaty and kind of steamy as you walk up to it, and uh, make a nature check. This butt crack is hot and stinky. (laughs) (laughs) This butt crack has swamp ass. Uh, 19 for nature. Caves Uh, are... uh, So caves are, with a 19, you certainly know, and even with a 10, you have a good idea... Caves are normally cooler. The sun doesn't shine, you know, in them. They, they tend to be a little bit, you know, danker and, and, you know, chillier. 
But yeah, this feels obscenely warm. Sun don't shine on any butt cracks I know. So is that so is that a sign? Is it is is that normal for this particular cave, or is that a symptom of the uh, elemental chaos bleeding in? Maybe a little bit of both. Uh, uh, with the 19, uh, uh, Ophelia can let you know that she doesn't necessarily think that the, you know, uh, you know th- that you guys are being transported to the elemental chaos just yet. But yeah, this region is, is heavily influenced from that dimension. There's a good chance that, yeah, it's just sort of bleeding over into this area. We should keep that totem ready. Yes, I was going to say, uh, Ophelia, keep an eye out. You're going to know uh, better than the rest of us when uh, the elemental chaos is taking over. Do you think we should give her the totem? We could. I mean, we're we're all going to be together, so. Okay. She's already carrying the case. Well, you could just switch. We could. That's fine. We'll do that. All right. Let's do it. Okay, I hand, the, I hand the case over. And Just in case time is of the essence. Sure. Absolutely. I go ahead and uh, uh, make a perception check, Jean-Claude, as you take the case and hand over the tone. That is a six. With a six, you, uh, you sort of turn around. Huh. You thought you heard something, but it must have been the wind. You're right, JCPP. I thought I heard something, but it must have been the wind. Oh, it happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, no, uh, the rest of you didn't seem to hear anything. Uh, uh, so just so you know, uh, uh, Ophelia, the, the way the totem works is you take an action, you plunge the totem into the ground, and it tethers you into the primary world, and you guys arrive there. Uh, make an arcana check as well, now that you have a... you're looking at it and it's in your hands. That is a 13. 13? Uh, you're okay with arcane magic, but you don't know a lot about this kind of druidic, totemic kind of stuff. Uh, it seems like it's kind of powerful, you're not sure. Guys, I think this is powerful. But are you sure? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go. <laughs> Are you guys heading in? <laughs> yes. So you guys head inside the cave, and it's about a day's travel through this place. Uh, but you're getting a start right off the bat in the, uh, the, the morning, so you have a pretty good feeling that you'll probably get through it pretty quick, so long as nothing waylays you. Yes, as long as nothing delays us. Precisely. Uh, so at this point, uh, it's kind of like a traveling day. So go ahead and make a survival check to find your way, survival check to find food and water, perception to keep watch, stealth to cover tracks, whatever you'd like to do. I'll take stealth to cover tracks. I'll do perception. All right, I guess I'll do survival. Absolutely. Uh... Uh... 21 on stealth. Eight for, or I'm sorry, 10 for survival. 12 perception. With a uh, 12 perception, uh, the cave is really kind of a, like, you know, a labyrinth. When you go inside, it doesn't take long before other paths sort of open up. And, you know, Jean-Claude is sort of, has a decent idea of where he's going. 
But it's hard. It's a cave. It's not like, you know, out in the open in the wild where it's just sort of like choose a direction and walk. Caves have a nasty habit of ending abruptly or dead ending or going twisting off in other ways. Is it dark? Can he see? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you would not be able to see as of right now. Uh, oh, I guess I'll pull my lantern out then. Lantern. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, you guys have a lantern that kind of bounces around as Jean-Claude is sort of uh, wielding the case and holding the lantern. Uh, with a 21 with stealth, uh, Ophelia, you're doing your best to kind of cover your tracks. It's a cave, so it doesn't really, you know, like, unless you walk through dirt, it doesn't really, like, leave tracks on the rock. Uh, But you wipe away any tracks that, you know, pop up, so, you know, hopefully uh, no one's going to follow you. Uh, As far as that goes, uh, with a 12, you're doing an okay job of finding your way. Uh, It's, you know, taking you a little bit of time, but, uh, uh, you know, you're doing an all right job. And as you guys kind of turn a corner in this cave system, you guys see uh, down the way, uh, maybe a few hundred feet down, uh, there's a soft glow. Well, that's either a good thing or a really, really bad thing. And by good thing, I mean it's probably still bad. So it's a bad thing. Do we Pretty have, much, yes. Do we have to go down there to continue our journey forward? It kind of seems that way. Uh, This is such a, uh, you know, a labyrinth that it's kind of hard to tell exactly. But from what Jean-Claude can tell, this is the way forward the fastest way. Well, it sounds like we don't have a choice. We should probably investigate. Do you want to put out the lantern and we'll just rely on dark vision until we get closer? Okay, I guess I'll follow you guys. I can take the lead. Sure, so you guys turn off the lantern, and uh, Jean-Claude, you, you know, kind of latch the lantern onto your bag and grab Lysander. Uh, I reach out and help her, or help him. Sure. So, uh, uh, Ophelia and and Jean-Claude are sort of connected, like, you know, uh, uh, she's got your hands on your shoulders or whatever, sort of leading you forward. I... Lysander, you're ahead, uh, only about five feet or whatever, uh, but you have a, a sort of a better view of what you're looking at here. How close do you want to get? Um, I mean, I guess as close as I can to see what's happening, but if I can kind of like hide behind a rock or something so we're not just sitting out in the open, that'd be great. Stealth check. Oh, I'm so good at that. 11. In 11, you don't really see a rock or anything. You try to get down low as you can. Uh, You get up till, uh, you know, you're about 60 feet away, which is where your vision sort of kicks in. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, you know what? No, because these things are glowing in the distance. So, yeah, you see this bright glow. And uh, as you get closer, you're probably about 100 feet away. I... Everyone can make a perception check at this point. Uh, 21. Uh, 17. With a 10, uh, you see that there are now multiple glow, like, you know, sources of a glow ahead of you. And they're pretty bright. Uh, Jean-Claude and Ophelia, 
you guys see down about a uh, you know hundred feet, the hallway kind of opens up into a chamber, and you see what looks to be giant spiders, but they're on fire. They look like spiders that are made of fire and lava. Okay, so if we use the totem now, would that banish these things? Nature check. Only if they're from the uh, 16. Everyone else rolling or now? Oh, sorry. Oh, I cast Guidance on uh, Lysander. I also had a 16. Uh, 12. With a 12, uh, I mean, it stands to reason it might work. With 16s, Jean-Claude and Ophelia, what this totem does is it tethers you to the primary world. It doesn't do anything if something's bled through from the elemental chaos and is in the primary world. And with 16s, you don't feel like you're in the elemental chaos. Okay, so the answer is no. So we probably need to just avoid these things as best as we can. How many are there? You see three. Uh, uh, from what you can count from here, uh, the, the chamber opens up, so it's a little hard to tell, but it seems like that's the case. Three flaming spiders. Yep. All right. Uh, is there a way for us to kind of avoid them, or is it just kind of a smaller chamber and we're not going to be able to do that? Uh, I mean, it would be very difficult, but uh, uh, you can tell that the chamber, you know, there's another uh, hall on the other side of this like chamber that opens up. I mean, with good enough stealth checks, sure, you can get through, but, I mean, they glow, emit a lot of light, and, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of going back and forth from one side to the other, so it... Yeah, it'd be quite difficult. Okay. So maybe we just fight fight these things and be done with it. I don't see any way around them. Do you have any ice spells? No. No. Anything water-related? Nope. All right. Is there water anywhere around the cave where we are? Uh, Roll a d20. 14. Not really. Uh, because it's so hot in this place, it's like, you don't think water would stick around for very long before it just evaporated. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. This this might, I don't know if this would, this isn't going to damage him though. Um, create, uh, create or destroy water, which just creates 10 gallons of clean water so I, I can make them wet. <laughs> <laughs> I could spit on them and might do the same thing. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, you can play around with that spell in the battle if you want. It's up to you. All right. Sounds like we're going for it. All right. Are you guys just running in? Are you going to try to sneak through and then fight if you have to? Let's try and sneak through it and, and if we have to fight. Absolutely. Or couldn't we try to could we try to ambush them? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe we just try to do an ambush. Yeah, but there's three of them, so we're really only going to be able to ambush one of them. Well, we could each. Well, what take- if we try? What if we try the water thing first? 
That way, I mean, I hate to waste a spell cast, but that way well, we can only see ten gallons. It's not really anything, is it? How big are these spiders again? They're like the size of us, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty big. They're each medium size. They're they're probably like you know four or five feet tall. Probably a little okay. taller if you count the legs. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the ten gallons of water is going to do a whole lot. It's not actually an attack. It's just water. Correct. Yeah, no damage. So, but at yeah, least they I wouldn't guess, be on fire anymore. I guess we can try and stealth. Stealth three. Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll get our pie. Yeah. All right. Let's stealth it. We'll try and stealth it. Sure. Absolutely. So, uh, you guys are about a hundred feet away. Uh, go ahead and make stealth checks to creep up to the kind of the entryway to the chamber. Unnatural twenty. Uh, 13. 11. <laughs> uh, as you guys uh, uh, creep up to the, the, you know, the entryway, uh, as soon as you get, you know, fairly close, you hear hissing. And it sounds like, like, you know, like the, Kind of the, uh, the you know, kind of a uh, gross, kind of like crackly sound that like uh, spider, like a spider would make. Uh, but it has like a, a sharper hiss, almost reminding you of like the frying pan at Granny Yelris's. Uh, and they seem to have noticed you. Uh, they seem to have noticed us. Well, we made it far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That worked real well. All right. So are they all like lined up? Are they coming they've at sort us of one gone, at a time? Yeah. So they've got gone at a uh, at attention. Did you guys want to try to run away or run into the chamber and fight them? Well, we got to go through them to get past where we need to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just go after them. I might as well. Absolutely. So you guys draw out weapons and stuff, rush into the chamber, and you guys sort of slow to a stop, and you see that the the Chambers seem to just sort of be a small one that, uh, I, you know, kind of, you know, was just sort of a little, like, uh, uh, room that led, you know, then led deeper in. As you guys sort of enter into the chamber, you see that on the, the left and right sides of the chamber, the reason spiders were kind of coming and going from either side is there's two webs that shoot straight up. And the ceiling goes up and up and up. It seems like it goes on beyond where your vision goes. So further than 60 feet up. Uh, and as it kind of goes up, though, uh, normally your vision would cut off at the 60 feet. But the web seems to be made of fire itself or, or lava or something of that nature. And this beautiful spread of web has sort of brightened up the chamber so that even Jean-Claude can see everything. And you see that uh, uh, there are, like, sacks of eggs that are, like, you know, almost look like coals in the this fiery web. And the spiders don't seem too thrilled that you guys have sort of stumbled onto this, like, you know, kind of, like, uh, uh, egg chamber. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session.
Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.